Betrayed. Welcome back to The Betrayed. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you again for the continued support, the continued engagement, and the hashtag BananaCats. How are you, Drew? I'm good, G. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Well, I think I'm going to actually start this one off. We just got done watching a video from a YouTuber called Shoe on Head. We're going to link it in the description. Uh, another woman weirdo has been busted in Australia, of all places. She's 45, has been... She's, she hasn't been convicted yet. She's going to go on trial for statutory hard R on a 14-year-old. And the response from people seems to be the pretty typical one when the weirdo is good looking. And it's really sad to see the community like this because you all look super hypocritical it shouldn't matter if she's good looking if she's abusing children which is a 14 year old in this case that's a crime it's not okay it doesn't make it okay because the boy wanted it or whatever they're gonna say it's those kids even the males when they are abused like that have problems when they grow up and I don't think sticking up for women or anyone like this is a good look for anyone in this community that supposedly wants to cap all of them I we're gonna link the video that I just talked about in the article so you guys can see and read the article and maybe see some of the responses from other people around but I'm just really disappointed in people. Yeah, it was crazy to see. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say that I love that video. It was really well put together, and I personally like to watch videos late at night like that anyway. So I think you guys should go watch it, and I think you guys will enjoy her format and maybe get into her other videos also. She seems really informative and just like a good watch. A good listen even if you don't like watching stuff and sometimes i'm cleaning and just put something on she she talks well it was really well it was really good so it was a good find drew uh, i'm actually gonna check out more of her videos too and yeah um i the, the craziest thing that stood out to me the most is people were saying girls and boys deal with trauma differently or like they 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 don't are not affected by trauma the same you know, so it's like if, if parents split up, right, and the child witnesses something crazy that happened between the parents, are you saying that a boy and girl are going to have different views on witnessing that as they get older? Maybe they, you, you know, I don't think that's true at all. That is not true. And there was a lot of comments that were like that. I think people deal with trauma the same way. I mean, if someone's going to be the R word that, that sticks with you, that's with you for life, that does not, boy or girl, that doesn't just float out of your brain and you never think about it again. 
I could imagine it affects relationships. It affects friendships. It affects relationships with family members, depending on who did it. If it, 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 it alternate, like, your whole life is affected. I don't know. It's just, that's wrong for people to even think that. Oh, it's a boy. He should just shut up. He should just shut up and not talk about it. I wouldn't have talked about it. It's like nobody asked what you would do. This isn't your story. You know? Well, yeah, and even when they put themselves at 14, well, if that happened to you at 14, that would have been a crime. Exactly. I I just, like I said, I'm just disappointed in people. I guess I shouldn't be nowadays. The internet always brings to light all the disappointment of humanity, but I just, it's weird seeing people that are standing up for the hunting community but then being okay with this i just it's weird i just i find it very hypocritical and very strange either way if it was if it was your son or your daughter you'd you'd want the same thing done with the person that did it to your son or daughter right if it was your son or daughter you'd want that person to either be in the ground or in prison i'm assuming right it doesn't matter whether it's a boy or a girl so if, if that's what you would want, pretty sure the trauma is the same for whether it's a boy or a girl and that their parents are wanting the same thing too. As well as the child. Imagine how a child feels, whether they're seeing these comments or not seeing these comments, or if people are saying these comments personally to this child. Imagine how they feel. You know, I wouldn't want to be bombarded by people saying, shut up. You should just shut up you enjoyed it you enjoyed it right i wouldn't have said anything imagine being bombarded with that i didn't even it's think not... about that about the the <clears throat> the victim reading all those i never even thought about that at all but yeah that uh oh that, that's got to be like a double hit i mean and i see people come out on tiktok a lot with their stories because tiktok is TikTok is a place where, you know, you're, you can put together your story in such a short, simple way on there. And I feel like a lot of people like to do that. But a lot of the comments are the same on there, too. They're just downgrading the victim and nitpicking at the story and then, like, putting blame on them. And that's not okay at all. No, that's really sad. I didn't realize it's it was not what like makes that. a movement. Yeah, it's not what makes a movement. A movement we stick together. You know, I I understand being able to tell the difference between a fake story and a real story, but a lot of these stories are real. You know, there's people who back them up. There's family members who have evidence. Like, you know how hard it is for us even to say we have evidence on this weirdo and the family not take the evidence like we have proof and they don't want to see it you know and that's like you guys seeing proof and not wanting to believe it so or rewrapping the proof to make it okay in your mind that too mm -hmm. so i think we're gonna move on and the next thing that i want to talk about is I came across this headline and it caught my eye because this it, it's a young a young boy at 16 who decided to pose as a girl 
and become a decoy. Posed as 14. And they helped take down a weirdo. And the weirdo is actually getting 10 years in prison. I personally, before I d jump into this, I don't recommend any anyone to even under the age of 18 to try this. I don't recommend. I'm going to first and foremost say this. This is a very rare thing. Um, and usually when anyone under 18 hits my DM with screenshots saying, hey, I, I tried this out and I got this guy. I ask them what area they're in and I recommend them to a team in that area and to give them the evidence and to block them and not say anything ever again. That's my recommendation. Whether they do that or not is up to them. But that's what I recommend because I don't think if you're under 18, I mean, there's just one, one little slip up, whether it's a picture and it has an address, whether it's something you say over the phone and you can't take it back, over text, you can't unsend, you could accidentally leak an address, uh, a family member's address, and then, you know, Speaking from experience, we've caught a guy who went to prison for kidnapping a six-year-old. And he wanted to come to the house I was at as a decoy and get me to escape from that house. Now, if that's his story of why he went to prison and then his story of him wanting to get the decoy out of the house, I'm assuming he has no problem going to just anyone's houses and taking a kid if he wants to. That was my assumption. I was like, this guy's dangerous. So if he exists, dealt with that personally, is my first time dealing with something like that. There's more of him. And it's just, it's scary if anybody leaks anything on accident and then jeopardizes their family member or themselves. That's what I was going to say was <clears throat> the big risk to me is if they go to like meet up and do what the community is known for is, you know, meeting these guys in person and then what you're talking about someone who's already willing and already maybe been convicted of kidnapping before just taking one of these teens and I mean, 16 is a little bit older but mm -hmm. this this outcome i think is like you said very rare i don't think it would turn it into this at all or you, you would hear more of it if it were especially in this area florida because we know Florida teams who have been told, if you do this again, you're going to jail. Yeah. We Who have been told to quit, stop, stop doing this. We want no part of it. So this happened in Florida. So this is even more rare, even more surprising. So we'll jump into it. I just wanted to kind of put that disclosure out there. But we want to talk about this story. I guess a Florida judge sentenced Zachary Spiegel, 38 years old. For attempted online enticement of a minor, which is usually what these guys get, on June 22nd, according to a release from the Southern District of Florida U.S. Attorney's Office, Spiegel was caught through his online communications with a person he believed to be a 14-year-old girl named Shayla. However, there was no Shayla, obviously. Spiegel, a husband, a father of two, in Jensen Beach, Florida, was being catfished by a 16-year-old boy seeking to identify weirdos in his area. And we're also going to link a website in the description where if you want to see if weirdos are in your area a safer way, you can definitely do that at watchdogs.com. 
Uh, familywatchdog.org. Oh, excuse me, familywatchdog.org. That will be linked in the description. We love that site. We recommend that site to everybody. And so if you don't want to do stuff like this, you can just look up an address and you can find your kid's route to school, to the grocery store, to the store down the street, and make sure there's no weirdos in between. But for several weeks in January, Spiegel sent Shayla explicit messages, we all know what those probably consist of, including graphic like descriptions of, you know, wild acts he wanted to perform on her. Photos of his, you know what? Prosecutors said he also tried to persuade the fictional girl to meet him at a shopping plaza for doing the dirty in his car. Now, if you send your genitals, that that is, you know, that's kind of like... You got him, you know, especially, especially in Florida where they've told teams that you'll go to jail, like having this as evidence really helps the case. Now Spiegel and his imaginary victim arranged a time and place to meet like we all do, right? But he never showed up, I guess. He texted Shayla that the police stopped him for speeding and he ended up returning home. Whether that's a lie or the truth, We've dealt with guys who tell us stories, too. I remember the guy. He's He never leaves my brain. I wish I caught him to this day. He said he got in a car accident or something. Oh, yeah. The guy who wanted to, like, put me in his closet and keep me there forever and had a wife. And he was... He, I was going to say the, like, full-on, like, horror movie, like, type guy. Mm-hmm. But he was all talk because he got in a car, a fake car accident and never showed up. And yeah, so these guys will play games. I'm glad that this one was caught, though. He didn't just play games with the 16-year-old, you know? Well, 14-year-old decoy, 16-year-old boy. So I guess he and his parents met with Homeland Security Investigation Special Agent Eric Irgo, who took over Shayla's persona. See, that is good. See, the agent took it over. He... He said, all right, let me handle this. And that's something else that I recommend. If there's no teams in the area, I recommend you to contact the police because they will do things like this. Not even like two days ago, someone was in my DM who had all these Snapchat screenshots and it was disgusting. And I, I said, you, sh you should not be dealing with this, but you should send this over to the police because if there is no teams, go to the police because there's a good chance that they'll they're not going to tell you that they're going to take it over but they'll take it over because they're not allowed to talk about their cases right yeah so generally i guess Sp not. so spiegel continued to communicate with now the agent who he believed was a 14 year old girl sending more explicit messages and obviously this made law enforcement want to close the case right getting all these explicit messages He's obviously a weirdo. They had to find out for themselves. I guess after law enforcement investigation officers searched his home on January 20th, they found a cell phone he used in which he spoke with Shayla. And that was enough evidence for him to get convicted for the 10 years. Yeah, it's <clears throat> bringing it up again. I think this is a very rare outcome, but that is a good job on that kid. I mean, you've got a lot of potential in the next few years, I think, 
you're already doing it at 16, but a little young. I bet you the cops probably advised him not to do it. They probably talked to the parents and said that he shouldn't be doing this for safety reasons. And I bet you the parents will probably not let him do it, which is safety. But I, if the kid ever hears this, right, if anybody knows the kid or if the kid ever hears this one day, advice, study all the hunters that are out there until you're 18. Just study all the hunters that are out there because the best thing that you can do is learn off of their mistakes. That's so exactly you're, what I was going to say. Right. So if you've got a couple of years, there's, there's a lot of footage to study from. Study, know your laws, form a team at the right time, you know, and then if that's something that you want to do after the years pass, go for it. But I think it's best to stay safe too. That's what I recommend. Yeah. I, I think you've said everything that needs to be said is good job, but you're a little too young. It's dangerous. It's one of those things is like, I'm pretty proud of him. Like it's, it's pretty right. cool. It's, kind it's of pretty like cool. It's kind of like when your kid gets um, suspended, but he beat a bully's ass, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't, I, I don't want to like down talk him too much. Cause he, you did such There's a good no job talking. It's just, we um, care about your safety and we know the situations that we've been in. So there's no down talking. It's just, this is dangerous. It's, it's, we're not just saying that. And if you do this and you're like, oh, this is easy, do it for five years and then let us know if it's easy. It's not. And it definitely can get First dangerous. couple feel easy. It feels easy the first couple and the adrenaline's going and you're like, oh, God, him, especially his. This is probably his first one, right? And he got 10 years. Imagine that feeling. I know when we got our first conviction, it wasn't for a while, but we got it, and it was like... Yeah, everyone was celebrating. <laughs> yes, it was so exciting. So, but the more you do it, the more the more letdowns, the more crap you run into, the more dangerous it is, and it's not easy in certain areas to get these convictions, unfortunately. So that's why I feel like when you've done the legwork, you have to know the right time to start helping the communities change laws and like states change laws. Like you have to know the time, like you have the resume, you've done all this work. Now it's time to try to change laws because like what I'm doing obviously isn't doing the full coverage, right? It's not changing anything at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. It's one it of sucks. Those we wish it would have, we, we wish, We've seen people do this for so long, not even just here in the UK also. We wish that it would wake people up more, but all this time has passed and it feels like it hasn't. But we're still trying, and you guys just need to try too. Yeah, just, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's probably going to be a few more years. It might even be our lifetime fighting it, but maybe eventually enough will happen and change will come if we keep asking for it and we just want to stay loud enough to where things don't go backwards if you know what i mean you know yeah so we've stay talked... loud stay aggressive and stay stay knowing what's going in your community because you can't change what's going on in the world unless you change what's going on in your community first
Yep. It's like we've talked the last few episodes is uh local is very important and paying attention to who's getting voted in and what's getting voted in is very, very important. And I think we as a society, because of things like the internet, we've lost focus on those local things. And like how you brought up watchdog.org. That's something to look into. Everyone should do that. If you, Even if you don't have kids, you should see what type of weirdos are around you because they're not just always uh, people who go after children. Sometimes they are full-on hard R that just do it to adults, and those people are on Family Watchdog too. There's people on there, I think, even with petty crimes, right? You can see the thieves in your area if you want, right? On some of them, yeah. I think it, just, it depends on the uh, the state and the, the county. Mm-hmm. Just like the bus, it changes from city to county to state. and You never know exactly who's going to be with it, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to make this podcast too long. People are probably like already tuning out. But I have a question for you. What do you think of Nicki Minaj and her husband? Oh, I have and a, her brother. I have always had a huge problem with Nikki and all that. I, I don't get how people celebrate her and him with the history that they have. And you know, you you know about that history. Yeah the the husband's a convicted weirdo, and then the is the brother convicted as well, or is it just allegations? I honestly would have to look more into that. I'm not prepared. I It just keeps coming to me. People want us to talk about this. I well, think I've like, been told three times now that we should talk about this. I guess, uh, well, G, G's going on a trip. So I guess over the next few weeks, I'll have to do some digging too. And I guess maybe the next episode we should... Uh, Right, I didn't mean to bring up an unprepared question. No, no, but... no, no. I, I'm not that I'm completely unprepared. It's just one of those things where, like, it probably deserves a whole episode. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, we'll just talk about Nikki in the next episode then, and we'll do some research and figure out what we gotta what we gotta know on all that. Get all the juicy details. Thank you guys for listening. I love y'all. Until next time, banana cats. Banana cats. Much love. Peace.